Hello. Oh my God. I love it. I just faded it out. I faded it out. You're truly like an expert. Like the way you're sort of holding the knobs. It's gorgeous. And like people are obsessed with like, okay, I couldn't just like straight up do it. Like I had to comment on the fact that I'm doing, okay, guys, um, gearheads out there. (laughs) I have a new mixer and you know, that little intro you just heard, I played it live. And if you don't know that I don't do that, I didn't do that before. Well, now, you know, and I edited it in, edited it in before and, and now. Le- and can I just say like, as a lay person, like, I don't know a lot about gear, Yeah. but even I can recognize that like the technique was excellent. Thank you. The machine itself is beautiful. It has <sighs> these really gorgeous sort of muted jewel tones for the yes. buttons. Like- and, and for, for like freaking the nerds out there, they do look like the infinity stones. <laughs> They do look like the Infinity Stones. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. And um, the fade out was manual. It was something I was very sensually doing with my finger, bringing yeah. them, bringing it down. There was like know? an erotics of it. I felt like I was taking my finger and tracing it down the spine of a lover. I was going to say it was very like, <laughs> we're reaching the small of your back. Like, and do you, okay. And we're like launching right into very specific intimates. Right. Do you... Would you prefer, do you want to be the tracer of a finger or do you want to be the tracee of a, of a finger? And Whoa. also, I feel like our deep toned voices right now is being very sensual for the podcast. I know. I mean, it's like this really up close microphone. Yes. And you really, it really and captures it sort of the light. A little bit. Oh, I love you know. it. So, yeah. to my question. Yeah, I would say that I'm in that sense verse. Um, okay. I, I mean, obviously it's gorgeous to have somebody do that to you, but also yes. like to have that sort of intimacy with someone else and have someone let you do that and have, Mm. especially when someone's like reacting to you doing that in a really nice way is like amazing. Like that's incredible. I feel like that's the, the, the level of like comfort and that sort of thing. Like I'm, I'm always like down to give, I like, you know, I like to do things where people feel good, but I also feel like sometimes I'm like, is this like, am I putting this on a person where they like don't want this sort of like, I don't know, tenderness, ill gross. Right, 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 right. Gross, but also a question. Right. I mean, that's I the thing. It's tell. like because it's so intense, there's yeah. sort of a risk to it because it's like someone can be like, what are you doing? Don't like, I'm not yeah. ready for that. And yeah. like, that's fair. Yeah. But when people like it, it's like, and often I feel like people have sort of a maximalist. I don't know what I'm talking about. So okay, sort of warning. no, I love the word maximalist. Right, do you see how I just here. jumped in that? Like people have sort of a maximalist approach to erotics and there's something really powerful about like, just being like, I'm going to do one small, really little. small, simple mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. And then we can focus all of our attention on like the sensuousness of that. Well, yeah, it's, I think it's it's a product of like porn. No, right. No, like, it's like, I'm going to grab a <laughs> Right. Versus like, I'm going to do one thing really like slowly and deliberately. You know what it is? Yeah. It's 40 Days and 40 Nights. Okay. The film, have you seen? No, but I'm okay. with you on you it. You should watch. Okay. So it's, um, what's his name? Josh Josh, Josh, Peck, Roland, Josh, <laughs> and I'm not looking it up. It's Josh Bar Bar Bar. I can't Barnet. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. It is, didn't sound. No, it's not Josh Barnet. That's an American mixed martial artist. <laughs> oh, he's so probably is, him. This is who I looked up. It's a movie where he karate chops a thousand people. Not. <laughs> wow, you were so ready. I was okay. No, like this never happens to me. This is so embarrassing. I always know no first and last names, and it is. Josh Hartnett. Oh, I was so close. You were so close. Although I don't know who that is either. Okay. He's hot. Mm, Let's see. Pull up the pictures. Is he really hot? We're doing it. We're doing it. You know him. He's around. He's got a square jaw. 
he does he has a square jaw but a really like strong side swept bang mm. in a way that i don't really really where need. is this okay this do is... we see the pictures with the side swept bang okay we do see the pictures but let me tell you let me show you in 40 days and 40 so in 40 days and 40 nights yeah it's about him he's like i'm so horny all the time but i keep fucking up my relationships right Aww. Very cute, okay, right? Okay, relatable. Yeah. And, and in this, he actually has a micro bang. Yes. Just sort of is comment like- on the Josh Hartman bang situation. <laughs> I'll keep the listeners updated. Honestly, you are very right about this. This is, I, I didn't, I was I was always taken very, very much by his eyes. Yeah, and I'm know? going straight to the bang. To the bang. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, what's happening on the upper forehead? And we will break this down more yeah. as the pod goes on. That's sort of the three line. But the whole reason I bring this up is because there's, um, a very famous scene in this movie. So he's like, okay, I'm not going to have sex for 40 days and 40 nights. Got yeah. it. Wow. And it's like proving Brave. to be honestly difficult right. <laughs> for him because right. he's like truly getting boners all right. the time. Wow. And obviously he met a girl. And then they're like, he's like, I can't have sex. And she's like, okay. And then he proceeds to like blow a like, flower he takes a flower and like traces her body Got with it. the flower and then he's like blowing like a, a flower petal just like near her you know clit right. i guess right. and she does orgasm and that is oh. a scene in a film i love that so that's I what that reminds that. me of. yeah it's that's- honestly it's so ridiculous but every time i watch that scene a couple times i'm like um yeah <laughs> yeah no I, that's actually like what i sort of want that's actually down for what we want yeah. Oh my God. You got so excited to say something. Well, I just like, I've always had a thing. Like, I also feel like everybody has weird things that seemingly wouldn't be erotic, but like for them really are. Yes. Like I really love when my spoiler alert boyfriend, um, okay. like gently sort of like very lightly drags his nails down mm-hmm. my arms. And mm-hmm. it's like mm-hmm. more than any other erotic thing. I like, like lose <gasps> control. I literally like yeah. do orgasm noises. It's yeah. like so, yeah. it's right at like the edge of like, because I'm super ticklish, so it's right at the edge of, like, unbearable mm-hmm. and pleasurable mm-hmm. that just, like, it makes my mind explode. Yeah. And it's something... So and how, e- and how like, fucked up is it that that's so easy to do? It's so easy. He literally, yeah. all he has to do is, like, drag his fingernails from my, like, shoulder to my yeah. hands yeah. Yeah. on the outside of my arm, and, like, I'm completely no, I'm, done in. Absolutely. That sounds I mean, great. It's, it's amazing. Sometimes it's, so it's like, why even do sex right you I'm know like, it's oh like, god okay, what a, what gonna, a to do right you're like okay you're gonna suck my dick like Jesus great Christ, what is this great so you're gonna be naked around me no thanks i'm yeah. fine <laughs> right like we don't need to do that just I like don't care. pull up my sleeve and drag your fingernails yes. like that's what i want and just like listen to me talk about my day right while we do that wow okay it's so true and welcome to Classroom Crush, and that's my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that's sort of it. Like, we'll be talking about that kind of stuff. And this is what this stuff we're going to be talking about. And I'm Rebecca, and that's my podcast. And yes, I was just featured on Vulture, okay, aka slash Split Signers fucking podcast of the week. Finally, someone's recognizing the work that a woman is doing in podcasting. And here we are. Okay. And. Today I have a wonderful guest and you already love him. And I'm also right now remembering, do I know how to say your last name? Probably. I'm going to guess no, actually. Should I whisper okay, it to no, you no, or then like I'm text gonna, you right wait, now? Wait, no, no, no. Now that I'm going to, and then I'm going to, I'm going to say it's, I'm going to say he's hilarious. Okay, he's true. so cool. <laughs> we did just meet literally on the street. We did actually meet on the street. And that's New York. That is New York. Honestly, <laughs> I'm not going to explain city. further, yeah. but we did meet on the street. Just kidding. It sounds like very salacious and secretive, but it was truly 
that you knew Megan. Right, like we had a mutual friend. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then we like had a quick drink. Can yeah. you believe it? I know. Well, you, you were like, <laughs> I was doing laundry. You were doing laundry. And I and you were like, la, 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 la. And then. And I was like, it, we're day drinking, it's summer. Yeah. And then an hour later, we were drinking rosé. And I do believe we were talking about porn. We were. We had a nice little conversation. And then I was like, porn. okay, this this guy gets it. Right. Like I'm ready to go there. And his name is Charlie. I'm gonna and now I'm gonna just like go for like overcorrect. Overcorrect. Go, yeah. Bardet. You're actually close. I mean, it's Bardet. It's Bardet. Yeah. Is I that just, what you were gonna I guess? A, I. That's what I was gonna like go with. Okay. But like, I don't know if it was my instinct to just like be kooky. Right. Or, right. I mean, it is kooky. I love that it's Charlie Bardet though. It is. Cause the, it's Cause like what? Charlie Marty. Right. Exactly. No, like bye. too simple. No, it's, no, no. it's basically like a French ish last name. Ooh, that my Armenian great grandfather sort of made up and it okay. makes sense in France. But then when the family moved to America, okay. people are like Barty. And then my parents sort of made it worse by naming me Charlie. Charlie. So it's like Charlie Marty. And it's like, I, I don't know if I no. should lean into that or like resist it. Because also like, and people always say this and this is, it's like not a sob story for me whatsoever. Like having my last name pronounced is like, okay, literally who gives a shit? Yeah. But it is like people all, it's like people learn how to say like Gyllenhaal and spell yeah. it. It's like people yeah. can learn how to say a last name. It's not that hard. It's not that hard. And people can learn how to spell a complicated last name like, so well, the thing it's is, is like, I'm just like, I don't understand not having the instinct of being so embarrassed. Like whenever I'm like, like, I just was like, I don't know how to say your last totally. name. Totally. And I'm like, I want to know and not be like an idiot. Right. But like people are just so willing. Or I to feel. like power through and be like, my interpretation is right. And like, yeah. if it's not right, that's on you. And it's like, no, it's not hard to ask. I'm shaking my head. Right. Honestly, SMH. SMH. <laughs> Huge SMH moment. Huge SMH. Yeah. Like for me, I'm always SMHing yeah. at all of these idiots. I know. I constantly sort of like looking around and I'm like, this is SMH. not right. SMH. You know what you're not going to SMH at? Oh my God. That someone's literally tweeting me. <gasps> what happened? No, it's just like someone liked my tweet, but it is a cursed man. So, oh, no. you know what? Airplane mode. That's actually a classic experience. <laughs> like whenever I like look and it's like the the name that I'm like, that stirs up so many different feelings mm, in, in my head. Yeah, you're actually preaching on that. <laughs> it's yeah. fine. Um, okay. Did I say what my podcast is? It's about childhood crushes and we're going to talk about it. Slay. Should we? Oh my God. Yeah. Should we start? I say we go in. Okay. Charlie, also, did you did I introduce you right that you're a comedian and hilarious? It's true. Yeah, all of the above. Is there anything else you want to add about yourself? I would like this podcast. I was also featured on Vulture.com ah! for my Twitter, which yes. is Chunk Barday. So that's, I sort of want to plug that because I love getting yes. a follower. Yes. I love that experience. I'm waiting for that. I feel like I've, like, it's been like a slow climb yeah. to, to the top. Yeah. And absolutely. I'm absolutely in the beginning of the, you know, right. I'm like, Who's going to launch me? Right. It's you know? sort of like a marathon, not a sprint. It's like I've been doing Twitter full time for like yes. eight years, yeah. I would say. <laughs> at, le at the very least eight. Isn't that so fun for us? Oh, God. <laughs> and sometimes it goes up and then it's just like, God, I've been like 100 followers away from 5,000 mm, for like yeah. two months. Yeah. And I'm like, just get me there. Like I'm done. Yeah. I remember I got like really excited when I got 1,000 followers and I was like, Finally, it happened, and I like screenshotted it, and then two days later, it was back to nine in ninety eight, baby. Right, and you're like, "What did I do wrong?" Yeah. Actually, I can't. I can't even begin to try and think of w the reasons people unfollow me. Right. Just you know, it's so. I for a while had that like unfollower app that would, and like even no. like the most like small, it's like person I didn't even know. Like if yeah. I found out like a person unfollowed me, I would like go through their page and be like, 
So what did I do? <laughs> so what was I doing that like wasn't right for you? Like yeah, why yeah. was this like not a good match? Like I just wanted to know so I could prove, you know, like And was, have you always been a seeker of validation in this way? Do you see uh, how I'm getting into the bottom? Yeah, I know. You I keep like sort of like turning no, away. No, 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 no. Like, let's dive in. Um yeah, absolutely. Obviously. Are you are you when you're growing up, are you a um funny guy? Are you funny yes. kid? Yes. From I the was. beginning. I would say from the beginning. Okay. I love that. Yeah, I'm trying to, I like recently found some like, uh, we did like an exercise in third grade that was like, everybody writes a compliment about every other person in the class and then you end up with like a page of compliments about yourself. And I Okay, we should do it. that today. Right. You know, <laughs> we should that do like, that um, as adults. Isn't that like a, such a nice exercise? It is. And it was trippy because like a third of them were like, likes to make jokes, likes to have fun, <laughs> funny. And I was like, okay, true. And then a third of them were like, loves math. And I was like, okay, that was actually a big part of my identity. You love math? I love. Okay, for some reason that's hot to me, even like, but not hot in a way that I'm, it's problematic because you're a child. Just like anyone loving math is hot no, to me. No, that's totally hot. And I yeah. still love math and it is one of the hottest things about me. Do you like practice math well, in so I, your like, life? I tutor for money. So, oh my God. So I'm constantly doing like, oh, like limits, derivative. And it's I'm I, not like amazing at it. I just like know how to do it. No, I'm like an idiot. Um, and so I, I, I'm, I'm like obsessed with that. I will say that like everybody can do it. And so often people are told from a really young age that they can. And so yeah. people take on like a am bad at math identity. And like, I always think that's bullshit. Like I think well, people have just I like the system is algebra. Yeah. But that was also because I had a cool teacher. Right. Classic. Right. Like yeah. you, all you need is a cool teacher. And then like, you can and do now it. you're that for so many children. Oh my God. How, how old are these kids? I work with kids from like who are fifth grade to like 12th grade. <gasps> okay. They should be in the pod. <laughs> <laughs> Literally like some Invite of them are them on so my pod. cool. Okay, so you're funny, you're doing math, you're like so multifaceted. Yeah, sort of math and funny are the two main facets. That's very cool. Imagine okay. there are more. <laughs> so wait, you told me we're going to talk about someone from like which where where are we going in your in your crush career in my crush career oh so like who do I want to talk about yeah should we just do yeah I say we just do okay so I'm like I, I don't know if this is stretching the idea of childhood mm. but it like I felt you know looking back still like a child I want to I want to talk about my crush my freshman year of college yes that's fine yeah I feel like I I used to be a lot more strict on that rule and then I'm like oh wait I was a child at 18 right, right exactly you it's know? like 18 really is a child was. like obviously still like growing and develop yeah. right like beyond yeah. being like 11 but now looking back, I'm like, holy shit, I've actually come very far in that, you know, in the six years. Yeah, yeah. God, it was six years ago. Jesus Christ. You're so young. So young. <laughs> it's actually toxic. I hate it. And then I also love it and yeah. sort of relish it and yeah. cherish it and of will course. die when um, before you get young. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> before you're not young anymore, death. Yeah, yeah death. <laughs> Ultimately, that will happen. So, well, did you have any, any like dating prior to... Uh, Freshman in high school. This is freshman. freshman I mean, I mean college. I meant crazy? college. Yeah. I knew this. Uh, <laughs> um, so I did, like, I dated in, like, middle school. I dated girls. And it was mm -hmm. super prolific. Like, really successful. Because you're yeah, funny and you, I'm like, funny do and math. Yeah, funny and do math. And that was, I mean, I was also in, You're, like, like a cute kid. I could, pro like, right. I, can, I, I can spot someone who was a cute kid from a mile away. Right. You know? I actually don't know if that's true of me. Like, I appreciate mm. you giving. And I don't want to, like, deny your talent. No, it's okay. But I don't actually know if I was a cute kid. But what I could do. Okay. Was do you know in fifth and sixth grade when like the mo the 
popularity is determined by who can run the mile the fastest. <laughs> I could run the mile the fastest. Wow. And then my girlfriend. Okay, so he's funny. He likes math, but also is a jock. <laughs> like literally I wow. was a jock. And the other thing that they said in like third grade was like love sports. And I was like, when did I ever, like that was not true. <laughs> I like don't now. I didn't really then, but like whatever, I'll take it. Do you feel like that identity was thrust upon you? Absolutely. Oh my God. Right. I loved at a certain time. I just loved being the fastest. Like I didn't mm. love running itself. I actually really hated it. Are you competitive by nature? By nature, very competitive. Okay. So yeah. my girlfriend at the time was like the other fastest runner. And she actually sort of surpassed me. That is so, there was, there was someone I can't, oh my God, I think it was Jack Bensinger. Yeah. Who I like asked him why he had a crush on a girl and he was like, she ran fast. <laughs> Literally like that was it. Yeah. And like, I've always really loved, like all the girls I had crushes on were like sporty tomboys. Mm. Still, like my earliest crushes were like Reggie Rocket from Rocket Power. Of course. Right? Like, yeah. And just, and, and he's still like, those are women I really admire. It's like an interesting, it's like gone from being like a, an erotic or sexual or romantic thing to being yeah. this like admiration. Yeah. And how that was sort of like clouded together mm. when I was a kid. Um, so I did date like in middle school and then in high school, not really. I yeah. made out with one boy. Oh, okay. Okay. And, that was, and he like making out. We love it. Yeah. And he, this sort of crazy story about that is that like at the time he identified as straight, he afterwards publicly identified as straight. We did make out multiple times, but he was, <laughs> I'm from New York. So like that's context. Okay. He's yeah. from New York. I'm from New York. Okay. Baby. <laughs> he's actually from New York. Yeah. Like, you know how people think that not everybody's from New York. Like Sometimes honey, people are from, I, am. I don't know even know what this voice is. You're is there. it New York? Yeah, it's New York. <laughs> okay. New York accent. Okay, okay. I'm not even going to try. <laughs> like I've, I started and I was like, stop, 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 stop. Actually, no. <laughs> okay, so yes, you're growing up in New York. You're the big city. Right. Um, And then, uh, oh, so we, like in our 10th grade English class, we were in the same class. He, there was a unit where we were like supposed to give personal speeches. Oh my God. And he gave a speech to the class with like my, you know, advanced permission okay. about making out with another boy and being like, what does that mean for him? Like he still identifies as straight. Wait, like, in 10th grade? Is in 10th grade. Okay. I love sophomore drama. Right. Yeah. Sophomore drama. And it was just like, whoa, you're so like confident in mm. yourself. So a crazy like. Did, did people know it was you? Yeah, like yeah. pretty much. I mean, we were in the same class, and so it like word got around. And there was a, there was probably chemistry. There was and there, I mean, we were like friends before then, through then, after then. We then yeah. went to college together. So wait, did he ever identify as anything but straight? I think now maybe he identifies as queer, okay. but he definitely has like a long term girlfriend. Okay, interesting. Okay. What did he? What did 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 he like? Was it like, and. And his lips felt different. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like he definitely made some like little joke about like kissing with stubble, you know, uh. <laughs> right. But I was trying to remember, I could honestly ask him for that just cause I'm like so interested in yeah. what he was saying and like how he feels about it now. Yeah. How do you, how did you feel about it at the time? I mean, I think like I was just grateful to have a boy to make out with. Mm. Um, the context for it was also the first time we Wait, made out. Wait, was that the first time you made out with a boy? Yeah. Okay. And the context for it was crazy. We were having a sleepover and it was me and him sleeping in his bed oh and God. one of our other friends also sleeping in his bed. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yes. So that's, and so like she woke up just like- She the, woke up. In the middle of the night. Okay. This is crazy New York. Yeah. <laughs> Guys crazy. and girls sleeping in the same bed in, in 10th grade? In like a, in like a twin size bed. Where are the parents? Literally like no, in kidding, the house. I do love it. Right. I mean- 
just very permissive and yeah. honestly we appreciate it like thank you for you know i mean i remember like boy girl sleepovers just like being in the same house just like the idea of like boys are sleeping <laughs> maybe in a different room but under the same roof right it's like highly erotic and to that's me. just like <laughs> yeah. yeah totally right i mean it is erotic still yeah yeah i mean i, like, I want to have sleepovers in which like nothing happens but just like people are here you're just like you everybody's know? like holding your bed like rocking back and forth yeah, yeah. well it was like we did that all the time because we would we would have like cast sleepovers okay. which were like so erotic as well okay so you know? you're doing theater so we were doing theater so we all did theater together okay i um, love this right. is this like one of those schools where like everyone is famous that that went there no or people are famous yeah you know what i'm trying to say like we i went to hunter which is like famously the school that lin-manuel miranda went to oh so he's okay. a sort of but like and, so it's lin so it's lin it's like imagine sort of lin and then like, <laughs> and he's around and he's around <laughs> and yeah. you did make out with lin and i made out so this story is about my first crush was lin-manuel miranda <laughs> and it was consummated and now we are in a long-term i guess marriage marriage yeah, yeah yeah and you do have children and we have children together and so it's sort of about like that the mundanity of that and uh, you know immigrants they get the job done <laughs> <laughs> and i mean that's actually as well <laughs> i did not throw away my shot in that sort of sense um <laughs> we joke and yet um just i love to think about like the true three-month period of my life where i was only listening to hamilton it's fine i know I've, i was revisiting it recently and i was like this is so funny <laughs> god like i loved it so much um i saw it and like with the original cast and like i had really good seats because i had like a hookup and truly like 30 seconds in like Leslie Adam Jr. is like snapping yeah. <laughs> on stage and I, and like the tears yeah. are flowing from my eyes You're and I am like, <laughs> so big. <laughs> I was going fully insane. Okay. Oh my God. What fun memories. So was, was that like, um, kissing him? Was that like super exciting? Was it, did it feel like satisfying to you? It did feel satisfying. I don't think it was like, holy shit, this is everything. Yeah. Yeah. But it was like, wow, this is cool. Were you emotionally invested in it or was it just like a sexual, like awakening thing? I don't think, I think it was like more of a sexual awakening. Wait, who thing. initiated? I think both. I'm just like, <laughs> there yeah. was a moment where I was like in bed with a girl and a guy. Mm -hmm. Um, I was like, late high school and I do remember like this girl and I like had a vibe and I like truly thought I think we both thought we were gonna kiss in this bed and then it like but the, and like the tension was like mounting it was of like course. insane and and then nothing happened and I was like damn I was kind of yeah. mad right, you know? right right but you know well, it's hard to like actually sort of bridge that. Like, mm. there's so much. I mean, that's why I'm happy for you, right? I because mean, I like, can't what if it happened? Right? It's, it's like a, it's like a nice porn, right? You know, right? Like, it, it, so the normal version of that story would be like there was sexual tension. I knew it, and like yeah. he knew it, but he would be like too afraid to act on it. Yeah, and like that narrative has happened obviously uh, thousands a of times, times over. Yes, like yes, to yes. me, to everybody, like everybody's been Taylor's like, oldest time, right? Like yeah. especially when you're queer, like that's mm -hmm. such a thing where it's like okay I know that you like I'm not dumb and I'm not delusional like yeah. I know there's something here and like I'm not gonna push for it Duh. and what an insane feeling to like know that and then it still not happen but then like you know having that thing where it's like okay maybe I guess I'm supposed to question am, am I just like crazy do right, is there right, something right, right, right. here totally. am I like am I just so obsessed with myself that I think there's something here it's like no you right. know you really I mean like you're supposed to do that like doubting thing right I mean the un unreciprocated crush 
is like the like ground zero for like losing your sense of reality a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Because you're like, what's going on here? Like, okay, so am is this, I crazy? Should we talk about like, is this, okay. So the crush is, um, so this is still in New York. Are you, no, did you go somewhere else? I went somewhere else. Where'd you go? Oh my God, it's so obnoxious. I'm so sorry. You're I, so smart. It's going to be I, a smart place. I went to Yale. I'm oh so sorry. Oh my God. <laughs> this is, you're not the first person who went to, no, I might be wrong. So I've had I've had people who are Ivy League. Yeah, I'm so sorry. It's What'd like you a study? really bad quality. No, I'm obsessed myself. with it. <laughs> Jeremy O'Harris, Yale. That's true. I'm obsessed. We, re- I mean, like that's so cool. Although he hates it. Like anybody who's cool at Yale is like this place is a nightmare. Yeah, I truly almost went to Yale to go see his play about how he hates Yale. Right, exactly. But I didn't. But I should have. I wanted to. I know. I mean, Do you know him? Are you friends? I'm just kidding. I didn't meet him once. Yeah, yeah. Through I have a friend who's at the Yale School of Drama, mm-hmm. and we were going to see his play, and I was with my friend, and like Jeremy O'Harris just walks up and is like, "Hi," and I was like, uh, "Yeah, you're so cool." Listen, Jeremy does follow me on Twitter now. <gasps> Hello, Jeremy. If you're listening, please come on the pod. Yeah, I'm like not even joking. I'm truly obsessed. Please be my mentor. You know, I'm writing a play. Anyways, ask um, for what you want. So wait, what did you study at Yale? American studies. Okay. What What does that even mean? (laughs) It sort of was like a grab bag of like pop culture, you know, like kind of whatever sort of pop culture analysis stuff that like they would let me do. That's cool yeah it was fun I like was grateful for it because it wasn't it was like the least rigorous of them Mm, like all the other majors were like you have to take six classes in this not and like American studies was the major you could do being like so this class like takes place in America and they'd be like (laughs) okay that's actually fair like you're good I actually wasn't even thinking about that and now I am and you are correct right they're like whoa so you were you were doing an American study and that like totally counts yeah that's amazing so like huge shout out to that for letting me graduate like yeah it's graduation then, season it's Claps. graduation season it is people are always <laughs> everybody i follow is a student on like instagram or twitter is like cool. final <laughs> and i'm like totally i'm absolutely it's so stressful when you have classes and then you have to take their tests it's like wow um. i'm like what have i been doing all semester <laughs> Time has honestly flown. Like time has flown. It's like why? I'll never forget these people, these memories, these loves, (laughs) these laughs, this pain, this heartache. (laughs) Like that was ultimately a really challenging assignment, but I'm glad I did it and I'm a better person for it. I learned about myself. And when you listen, when you learn about yourself, you actually learn about the world. Wow, you are a vessel for that. And I did just make that up. And you're like literally writing that in your like little finals book. And your professor's just crying. Finals book? Obsessed. Yeah. What are they called? Like the blue books. Sure. I don't know. You wouldn't know. Right. I would not know. That was not in the first sort of two semesters. It's my favorite bit. Right. Um, except it's true. Um, did <laughs> Was this a person? Do, wait, are we giving their, them a name? Yeah. Okay. We'll call them Adam just because that is their name. Okay. Um, good. People are cowards. You don't know. That's, I mean, I don't think he's going to listen. I don't think you'll find out. And also, I, he didn't do anything wrong. Like, I don't think this is going to make him look bad. Okay. Like, I'll be it, the judge of that. Right. You will. <laughs> so, so was he also in American studies? No, he was an anthropology major. Okay, hot. Right. He <laughs> yeah. Was, he is hot. He like speaks, I think like six languages. No. He spoke like, he was like one of these kids who was like raised in America, but also France. And then also France. like, yeah. I want to oh, what's the, oh my God, I'm forgetting what Eastern European country he's from. Like, I want to say Lithuania, but that's not it. Mm, oh my God. Wait, I'm, I have to actually look at a quick map and determine what. Yeah, do it. I don't like, know geography. Yeah, me neither. He spoke English, 
French. Lebanese. Latvian. Latvian. His family's Latvian. And then he also spoke, he like learned Hindi and spoke Hindi as well. And then like Spanish. So just like super like cool. He was worldly. Very worldly. He was gay. And so this was like a big, the reason I chose this one is because he was the first like gay person I had an unreciprocated mm-hmm. crush on and okay. that was because it was like always in high school I had like a like a few really intense crushes but it was always on people who were like straight mm-hmm. and so the whole like sort of calculus in my mind was like okay what are the chances that they're like like not completely straight that they're willing to admit to themselves that they're not yeah. completely straight and even then that they would actually be into me and like that was always like holy shit what like and it, but it is also like a bit of a safety net. Like it's, totally, it's right. totally, it's, it's like my same reason that I'm obsessed with long distance crushes, you know, totally, it's like, right. there's a reason this doesn't work out or like, yeah. Or, or they have like a girlfriend or something. Right. Like you actually put a barrier yeah. F- yeah. to be like, Oh, well this like actually can't happen. Mm-hmm. And so this was the first crush I had where I was like, okay, so like we were best friends, right? Like we became best friends really quickly after okay. we met he was when I met him he was like just starting this relationship maybe with someone else Mm. and I was like okay I can like supersede that I'll make my way in oh Uh, so you were like you had a goal I had a goal I was from the beginning it wasn't like oh I just want to be friends with this person right like I met him at a party and I was like oh there's like so much chemistry here he's like sort of baby faced ish I would say I thought I thought and I still think he's very cute Mm -hmm. um what, I don't know how else to describe him. Yeah, I think is he's he, like very handsome. D- does he is he physically like what you would call maybe your type, or do you I have a type? I or? don't know if I have a type. Okay. It's also it's like I I feel like my types are very like I have different like models. If yeah. I you know I don't have a type. I have like types. Okay, he was very like sort of twinky baby mm-hmm. faced. Yeah. Um. Interestingly, he was like he was gay but he was also like on the more mask side like he wasn't super faggy okay um which is interesting as well like so i growing up and i think a lot of gay men growing up have Mm -hmm. like a strong bias against like fagginess and the people they're attracted to yeah yeah it's like you know there's like the whole mask culture mask for mask whatever which is like you know obviously sort of internalized of course right and so it was just like how me I'm like when have I I mean in Miami by default you have to like at least like have a crush on some other Latin people because it's Miami right right, hard to avoid it's hard to avoid but I'm also just like nah a tall white boy who has glasses and a hat okay the opposite of me right love that exactly right like all these weird like self-hating things become like you know vaunted sexually Mm -hmm. and it's so hard to change that in yourself yeah so you meet him at a party. We met at a party and I just really quickly became like so into him wanting to see him all the time. And it was like just one of the ways that I was like really willing in crushes. I'm like so well, willing. Did you have other gay friends before? Not really. Okay. Like he was sort of the one um, and he was the one and I was also like in love with him functionally. Yeah. And yeah. I was so willing to like like go against my own interest knowing that I had a crush on him I would still spend all my time with him mm-hmm. just because I was like I wanted to be, be around, around him it. so much and I would do the thing of like he would like talk and complain about his boyfriend and like oh yeah you story know, of my life like literally being like <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's not the right fit for you yeah. like, just I mean, like, like you deserve so much better you deserve someone to trace your spine with their finger and honestly you know what I feel like there's like that person is out there right literally for you you know and I didn't like send you this song of like songs that I was playing but like I remember listening to you belong with me by Taylor Swift okay. and just being like 
holy shit, this is exactly the narrative. Honestly, like, and I, and, and, and it's not like my personality to hate Taylor, 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 Taylor yeah. Swift. <laughs> Taylor Swift. <laughs> um, I have like truly no interest, nothing, but I do remember that song, me being like, absolutely same. Can we listen to it for a second? Absolutely. Um, like just as a, just like in the music video. <laughs> oh my God. It's so corny. And okay. yet, like it hits right there. Uh, yes. Yeah. This, this song absolutely got it. It like totally captures that experience. She's upset. She's going off about something that she said. She doesn't. Get your, get your humor like, like I, I do. do. And obviously like, I'm like, hello. Yeah. <laughs> it's a typical Tuesday night. <laughs> uh, kind of soon she doesn't like. She never know your story like I The guy do. in this video is hot too. Classic. Wait. She wears short skirts. I wear t-shirts. She's cheer captain and I'm on the bleachers. That's, there's so many like funny tweets about that yeah right like the whole time if you can see that i'm the one who understands you been here all along so why can't you see you belong with me i said to me you know what but honestly what like a, that is that, subtext that, it's right? a slip is you belong to me you right. should there okay. is like such an entitlement to crushes as well of yes. like, hello, I love you so much. Like, why the fuck aren't you like, like honoring it's that? It's really insanely loco to me. Like how, like, <laughs> how like truly enraged I become when I find out that a celebrity that I like is married or right. something. Like what? <laughs> you like activate that like. This is not an attack against me, right. but it does feel like one. Right. Okay. I will be distracted by this song if I keep playing right. it. It's like, um, right. It's but like, yeah. So that's, you You were watching that video and you're like, wow. Right. Yes. And it's this weird like thing. Where, and I want to honor that part of myself that like, you know, like can love so easily and so intensely in some moments, but also like to acknowledge that there is like a, a kind of shitty entitlement in there. Yeah. And it's like, I don't understand. Like I'm owed this. And I obviously mm. don't actually feel that, but there is a piece of you that's just like, yeah, ah, you know. Well, especially like, I, I mean, that is. I feel like such a part of my narrative because I haven't had a long-term relationship like right. ever. And I'm like fucking looking at my watch. Mm -hmm. Like, are you kidding me? Right. And knowing, and, but that's also like a narrative that I think people put onto you too. Cause yeah. like, at least for me, people were always like, I don't know why, why you're saying, I don't get it. Like right. you're so cool. Blah, blah. I'm like, yeah, I am so cool. Okay. Right. So like, what's the okay. truth? Right. So what's, what's happening? Right. So, so when he, when you when you guys were hanging out, did it feel like was he? So he's like venting to you about his boyfriend. What's like the issue he has with his boyfriend? Do you remember? I think like they were on a break, and I honestly don't even remember. I remember that they were on a break, and he was totally distraught by it. And it was like you know the dumb shit in yeah. relationships, like feeling like his needs weren't being met, feeling like he you know yeah, that yeah. the needs of his partner were like unreasonable, la mm -hmm. la la, right? Like. These things that are... And why why specifically do you think you were, like, so in love with him? That's, like, the big fucking mystery. Really? Like, I have no idea, right? Yeah. Like, it's so weird to me because I've had... Like, and for so long, I would be, like... I would be, like, so deeply in love with these people who, like, you know, 
we're fine. We're decent. Yeah. We're good. We're, you know, like have a lot of good qualities, but also we're like in other ways annoying, not like completely exceptional. Mm-hmm. And then would have like, you know, would be asked out or going on dates with these other people who are equally sort of impressive on paper. And it would just be like nothing. Yeah. And it's hard to identify what like mm-hmm. the actual ingredient is. Yeah. Do you think you were primed like wanting a relationship at that point? Was that like a oh, thing totally. you were seeking I mean, out I and he was there? Right. There was also this narrative of like, okay, I'm in high school, like was super frustrated in high school because it was like, you know, there was no one even I got to have a realistic crush on. It's like mm. I didn't know any gay people okay. in high school. Like I was one of two out gay people yeah. in my class of like 200, right? Mm-hmm. Didn't know anybody outside of school who was gay. And so like going to college, I was like. But it's New York. Right. <laughs> where are where are, where like, are they? Where are I they? think it's actually different now. Like I mm. think I was sort of on the cusp of where like. Like now I go back to my high school and it's like there's a bunch of kids who are like gender fluid. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. Actually, it is like crazy in a few years and you know that's probably due to glee or whatever (laughs) thank you what's his name matthew morrison we were literally talking about him like last week i think oh my god matthew morrison doing this is like totally a side note but matthew morrison doing the thong song on glee is like just letting all the ladies know what guys talk about you know the finer things in life Check it out. Ooh, that dress so scandalous. And he know another guy couldn't handle it. She's shaking that thing like who's the ish with the look in your eyes so devilish. Uh she like to dance at the hip hop spots and she cruises the cruise. Um I was re-watching some episodes of Glee um my roommate not that long ago. And it is like tonally out of this world out of this world psychotic like impenetrable like cannot Mm -hmm. like what is what is yeah the whole thing because sometimes I'm like that's hilarious that's a good fucking joke and sometimes I'm like what is happening here Totally all over the map. Like yeah. something really, like sometimes great. I yeah. actually like still watch some Glee performances, and I'm like, oh, not even ironically, Jesse's girl, Jesse's girl, Jesse's girl. I love any <laughs> Santana good. performance on Glee. Of course, like she, like River Deep, Mountain High that mm-hmm. she did with Mercedes. <laughs> okay, so that is a deep cut. Yeah. <laughs> Look it up. Yeah. Look at the fuck up. Her doing mm-hmm. this is less of a deep cut, but her doing Valerie, amazing performance. Yes, like there's some really great, and then it's like Matthew Morrison doing the thong song. Which yeah. is just it, yeah. incomprehensible. With his little curly um, Justin Timberlake, right. like early 2000s, little ramen hair. Right. Oh my God, little ramen hair. But he's like 42. Yeah. And it's like, what is going on? Who gave you this? Like, who was like, yeah, I want to see this. Yeah. <laughs> like, There's the, the, the world is full of many, you know, unanswerable questions. Unanswerable sometimes. questions. But also like good for him. He's out there like living his life. And good, you, yes. And know. thank you for like making it And I do safer. sometimes tear up thinking about Corey Monteith, R.I.P. Wow. Really? Absolutely. Truly. He was great. He was great. He was like so good in that role. Yeah. Like, Wow. Very upsetting. Okay. Glee got sad. And we're going to turn and into the opioid crisis. Really and sick. yeah, we can not even begin to yeah, speak about that. But it's bad. What I'll is say bad. is um, heroin. Don't like it. It's don't very like bad. It. it is bad. Third in the trash. Yeah. Um, okay. So, <laughs> so you, you, there's not like a specific thing that you think like. No, I mean, I think he was like funny and Mm. I think we could like joke together Mm. and that was like such a and like a joke in this way that was like kind of conspiratorial which made it feel like it was like, like you, our it's own, your thing. We like we were in our own little world. Did you know his boyfriend? Yeah, I did. And I did like, you like his him. boyfriend? Yeah, his boyfriend wasn't. It was like sort of a very like 
arty boy from New mm, York City. Yeah. Went to like LaGuardia, you know. Cool. Yeah. So with Timothy. With Timothy. <laughs> I mean, certainly in the same year, actually. Yeah, yeah definitely. Um, and I mean, like he was so fine. Did you I have obviously any, like was resentful. Yeah. Did you did you like have any real um, sort of like hatred? Did, did you like fantasize about them breaking up? And oh, absolutely. Shit like that? I mean, like and when he would come to me for support, like I would obviously like steer him sort of in that direction of okay. being like, OK, but what if, you know, you yeah. ended it and he would be like. What were his reasons? Do you know? For like not ending yeah. it? I mean, he like loved him. They were like, yeah. and they dated for a long, they dated for like over a year. Oh, okay. And then the psychotic thing is okay. that they broke up. I was like, finally my chance. Yeah. And then he like immediately started dating someone else. And I was just like, I want to die. Do you feel like you, did you flirt with him at all? Yeah, totally. And but what also, does that look like? Like what? Right. Maybe it didn't that's, actually. that's the thing. I think I always think I'm flirting. Right. But. I do know at some point, maybe during the his relationship with that boy or maybe like it, before he got into the other one or like as he was getting into the other one i did i confessed to him that i had feelings for him what multiple times oh yeah so that's Wait. another yeah yeah, yeah. So okay. you're sort of like hold on <laughs> i'm checking my notes and yeah. i'm like that wasn't in my plan that was not on the docket <laughs> i wasn't yet. ready okay wait when how what give me everything like I, I can't remember exactly how it happened, but I think I, I like. Is this in per person? Do you think? Or, I think or, it okay. was in person. I think so. This is while he's dating the person. Or, yeah, yeah. And, and I think like w he ended up sort of giving me like a non-committal response, being like, "I don't know if I want that now, but like maybe, right?" Which like mm, in, if that's selfish. Selfish. I think in the moment, I like have sympathy for people who like kind of lead people on because I think it's hard to give someone an outright no. Yeah, yeah. And it's like that's the right thing to do, but also it's really hard. To yeah. Do. I mean, I preach it all the time, but like right. I would hate. I you know I like people to be happy. Right. Exactly. Exactly. In, in the context of me, I like people to be happy and being like, I like her and, and the way that she is with me. Right, <laughs> you know? exactly. Like, like, you don't, it like feels actually brutal to fully extinguish someone's hope. Yeah. So I'm actually like sort of a leading people on apologist a little bit. Okay. Because like I've done it in other situations and it's like hasn't been the right thing to do, but it's mm -hmm. been like, I'm like, I get it. I get yeah. why it feels like the right but thing did to it do. Get, did it make you like, how did, how did you feel with that? Did it make you like think like, okay, no, it's going to happen. Just like timing. Or, yeah. Okay. I was like in, you know, like that probably the first time I confessed to him was probably like, you know, the summer after freshman year, mm -hmm. like we were hanging out and I did. And he was probably like, I don't, I don't know. And it was, it took a full, like two more times of me, like asking him about that mm -hmm. once over text and then once in person during sophomore year okay, to be like, like a year after we first met fully yeah. for me to ask him again. And it took him being like, I will never have feelings for you oh like that God. for me to be like, okay, I'm out. And like, that was when I find, but it was like a year of me like yeah. hoping and clinging well, on you, to that 1% chance. Do you think you were open at all to any other crushes or was it like, this is the guy like, no, it's like he was the one. And yeah. like when I get a crush, it's like, like, all consuming I was okay. like, oh, he, he. other people too it was like no it's him it's only him yeah and then like it doesn't happen you know and like, it's not even like you're are you are you I mean do you think you're projecting things onto the relationship at all or is it like 
you guys are very close and it's like one step away from being a right because that's the thing i mean i've been like fake girlfriend for so many guys and it's like right you text me more than you text your girlfriend right exactly no it was totally that okay but i think that that doesn't mean he liked me romantically or sexually i yeah. think it's just like it's nice to have somebody you can talk to about everything but i also think like i'm realizing more and more i'm like that is like i get that and and people are allowed to have friends and allowed to like want to talk to those friends. Right. But at the same time, I think that's like a little bit taking advantage oh, of, totally. right. like, you know, yeah. especially since he knew. Right. You know, the real craziest thing is that he at the summer after freshman year, he went to India like and did like okay, he lived there. I've been to India. OK, go off. <laughs> OK, Literally so some travelers I in do the room. relate. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe you saw him there. Might have. Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? Summer of 2015. 14. Just kidding. I went truly two months ago. Okay. So I don't think he was there still. He actually might live there now. I don't know. Um, okay. He like his, whatever. He was doing some work there and like, that's cool. With an 11 and a half hour time difference, like where he was. And we texted all summer. No. Like, right. And it's like, no, no, no. At like, that point, did he have a boyfriend? I think they were still dating. I mm. think, but, or maybe it was like ambiguous. I don't actually don't remember. Yeah. It's like, I get it. I get why you want to like, you're like, oh, he's just a friend. And it's like sort of his prerogative to like distance. But also I would have appreciated. Well, did anything ever happen with you guys? Like, did, was there ever like a close that, you know, like a drunken night? Did anything close to something happen? No, that's like, I. that's what why I take responsibility. Because it's okay. like, I really projected a lot onto it of hope. Like in a way that it makes sense. Like we were close. I didn't yeah. make that up. Yeah. Right. Like we were best friends. But for him, it was like a friendship. But did you have at all like any instinct of like, okay, tonight I'm going to try and do a thing or? Probably. Yeah. I probably like, um, I probably, there were some nights where I'm like, oh, it could happen tonight. And like, I just like left the night in sadness that it was like, oh, and uh, it didn't happen tonight. Uh Right. That is, you know, so brutal. Like such a crazy sadness of just like. Why do you, why do you think it wasn't? happening for you guys that's i mean another sort of mystery right like we're and i've never asked him that but it's like why didn't and i guess you can answer that when it's like why don't you like me and it's like i don't know like you're just you just don't do I it i think for people me. can answer it more than they, they think, let on right you know? and i mean i'm kind of glad i don't know like that would yeah. be a little bit brutal for him mm-hmm. to be like yeah i think you're actually like like kind of immature in this way you know it would be like uh, or like, yeah, I don't yeah. think you're hot, right? Like, what would like? I don't think that would have been helpful for me to know. That's true. I think I think those things. I mean, I don't know. I can't tell because sometimes it's like I know that I'm not everyone's type, like personality and physically. And I think sometimes, sometimes I think like I, because I, I like rack my brain about it, like yeah, and. And then also, like, I'm telling myself, like, oh, well, they don't think I'm hot, right, you know? Right, And sometimes they probably don't think I'm hot. Right. And then other times, maybe they do think I'm hot, but there's, like, another thing. Right, right, and, Like, right. which is more damaging, you know right. what I like, mean? Right, like, the ways you can sort of spiral and project that upon yourself and be yeah. like, I'm, you know, unlovable. Mm-hmm. And there's, like, it's, like, not hard to, like, spiral over that. Yeah. Did yeah. you feel like it... Did, did you feel like it was your fault or do you feel like it was like a the world's fault thing where it's I, like, why won't the world give me this? I felt like it was the world's fault thing, which is like, I guess, I don't know if that's healthy or like sort of, uh, it's interesting because I did feel like that, but also at the same time, I felt like I will never deserve 
or I, it will just never happen for me. Like mm. that was until I got into my relationship with my current boyfriend, which yeah. like was about a year ago. Yeah. I was so convinced that I would never have a long-term relationship. But specifically why? Kind of because I, I, and now like not, now mm. that I have it, it's like, okay, How duh, stupid, you're like so stupid, right? But also like those, those, those things are still valid. Like, right. the, point, the point of my whole podcast is, is all, it's all valid. Right. Like, no matter so how the, dramatic. Right. Like in the feeling within that, I'm like, I, just, I don't know. It, it felt like, you know what it felt like? Right. This is what it was. I didn't actually have, this is very personal, whatever. I didn't have <laughs> like penetrative anal sex until like mm. I, really with my like current boyfriend. Right? Yeah. And that was like when I was 23. Yeah. And I was always really afraid of it. And I felt like, okay, I need to do it with somebody who I really trust. Okay. Right? Yeah. And I, it sort of felt like, okay, I can't do it unless, because I'm so scared of it. I can't do it unless I'm with someone that I really trust. Mm -hmm. But also I'm too old now for it to be, for someone to want to do it with like me mm, as their first time. Like okay. nobody's going to want to like yeah. be like, oh God, like you don't know how to do it. Like, so it was like, well, I can't meet someone if I don't know how to do it. And if I don't meet someone, I'll was never learn like, how to do it. Do you feel like it kept like adding pressure to totally. those, pe to the, yeah, potential people? Right. Like, okay, who's going to be the person that's going to be able to. Right, yeah. exactly. Like it was always that sort of rubric and metric. And it was weird too, because I, I like dated a lot of people who were like, and maybe I, I like chose really kind, lovely mm -hmm. gay men who are super understanding Yeah, who I like would casually date. And it was just for some reason, like I was too scared to ever really commit to that. Yeah. And I didn't actually have like real feeling for that. That made me really want to do it. So I would like, what do you think the, like, I mean, there's, there's obvious fear, but like, what do you think is, is like specific things that were like holding you back about that experience? Right. I mean, it's just like, like is it is it to do with you is it to do with the person or the experience i think itself? it's to do with the experience i okay. mean like people don't really realize that like anal sex is hard yeah it's like not easy you have to really plan for it yeah. it's like uncomfortable you have to like power through a lot of discomfort you have to be really be really like comfortable with mm -hmm. like it's like a really really intimate thing yeah that like is cool when people can do it really casually because it's like wow go off and like that <laughs> makes it really hot when it's like we're so intimate and it's like so casual yeah. but when you're first doing it it's like i'm not gonna like let people you know yeah this is a whole other like level whoa 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 right yeah. and so at least for you like right. there people have different relationships totally with like shit, people have different like, relationships with their body yeah. right but so i was like i don't want to do it unless it's with somebody i really trust and so that combination of things right mm -hmm. like i'm not really gonna were you even thinking about that as like a possibility with Adam? Totally. Yeah. Okay. I was like, I want him to be the person I do it mm. with. Right. Like, and it, so sometimes it, you lock into an idea too. That's what it was. It was you just know? like, he really fit this narrative of like, okay, freshman year of college. I meet this guy. Yes. It's like, he's going to be my first relationship. Storyline. And there's so, it was just like so stubbornly unwilling to like, even when with the mountain of evidence like he had the opportunity he would have taken it mm -hmm. with the mountain of evidence that it and wasn't going like, to happen cut to seat of you and you're just like, <laughs> like right leaning over like right. hi like, exactly like, is, am i being obvious yet? right like, and like, nevertheless yeah. like just being like no it has to happen this way and it took so long for me to be like oh i guess it won't did you allow yourself to feel actually hurt by like his passive rejection mm. or were you so wrapped up in like the fantasy of it's going to happen at some point? Right. I think because it's hard when it's not like a blatant, like, no, right. You know, right, right. when it's just a friendship thing. Right. Um, I think I was hurt by it, but mm. I don't think I blamed him. I think I just felt sad. 
Yeah. And I think I was maybe encouraged, like, because what friends do, and I totally understand this, like, friends encourage, like, they're like, yeah, fuck him. He's like an asshole. And I actually mm-hmm. don't think in this case that's fair, but mm-hmm. I, I get why friends would do that. They're like, he's leading you on. He's not committal, blah, blah, blah. Kind of because that's like what I wanted to hear. Yeah. That it's like, oh, no, he does have feelings for you, but he's not willing to commit to them, you know, whatever. Of course. And so there were times where I was like, yeah, he sucks. (laughs) And then there's also an interesting phenomenon where like once you fall out of a crush, Mm. you know, like after finally he told me conclusively no. Yeah. You're able to take a step back and be like, oh, my God, he is annoying in all of these ways. Yes. Right. How freeing is that? That's amazing. It's so freeing. And to be like, and such a great because he was also the first like real crush I had and also the re- first real crush I got over. Okay. And so that was cool to learn that it's like, What oh. did it take for you to get over him? Was it just the definitive like stopping of the fantasy? It was the definitive stopping of the fantasy. And then I think it was also like sort of, and just that I think allowed mm. me to sort of like bring forward all the like, you know, mixed feelings you have towards anyone that yeah. you like I was sort of suppressing in the crush. Like yeah. once that's sort of gone, you can be like, oh yeah, like- if he tells awkward jokes in social settings that make me feel weird, you know, yeah, like, yeah. Da, 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 da. those like, things rise to the surface a lot right. more. And again, I don't want to shit on him because he's like a totally yeah. decent person who like, no, this, this podcast is actually pro incel and anyone right. who rejects <laughs> us, um, is, is actually a Chad and right. we don't like, right. and they're bad. And, fucking canceled. <laughs> and you're fucking canceled. I do want to <laughs> say one thing, which is so crazy and was like, ultimately like one of the more insulting pieces of it is that the boy he dated after he dated that first guy mm-hmm. who he was with like was came out into that relationship like wasn't gay before okay and is so stupidly normatively hot uh, that it's like painful i'm actually gonna pull up please do to the extent that he then became one of like the it, most successful instagays yeah. i was gonna say and is in like literally has like 500,000 followers. No. And is also like, wait, did he block me? No. No, 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 he didn't. He didn't. That'd be okay. so crazy. I would love okay. the drama of like that right. reveal really? on the podcast. No. So it's this guy he like, who like. Are we doxing him? No. No, no, no. Okay. No. I mean, he has like 130,000 followers, so he's like sort of doxing himself. But yeah. I won't actually say his name, but he, uh, he was like graduated, mega, you know, top of the class mm-hmm. at Yale, like worked at like some mckinsey consulting firm cool sure whatever on all these metrics was like holy shit you are so successful and hot i hate that this guy is actually like i don't know if he's gonna hear he won't Mm. he's so lame (laughs) show me okay like look at these pictures of him i wish you guys could see oh my god i like want to describe all of these pictures but i won't it just he's like he's like holding an umbrella and smiling with his like perfect gorgeous smile it's one of those profiles where like every single picture it's like a collage of just teeth it's a and body yeah it's, it's like right like perfect gorgeous like you sculpted. know he puts captions of people being like this guy right. you know like yeah. hanging out with yeah he and these his, goofs yeah right like <laughs> he like definitely he has like his boyfriend is also they're like an instigate couple yeah um i'm obsessed they like look very similar <laughs> so that was the boy that like this uh, like after dumbing the first guy and i was like okay my turn yeah <laughs> he like went with this guy and i was like you're like I'm in line <laughs> gonna fucking kill myself because what the you fuck? know what though like this is a thing that i'm thinking about more and more is like people people's like partners and crushes and like boyfriends girlfriends 
they reveal so much about a person. Totally. And yeah. like, I realized there's like, there's someone I know. I'm like, eh, she's fine. Uh, you know, she's like a little boring, but right. she's fine, whatever. And I like met her boyfriend and I was like, I fucking really hate this guy. Right. This guy sucks. And like the fact that you're dating him, absolutely. You've like, right. You know, like, and it's not like you're defined by the person you're dating, but also mm, you're kind of defined by the person right. you're dating a little bit. Especially like, like when you date someone and you spend so much time with them, it's mm-hmm. like, they're always going to be around. They're impacting the way you like things. Yeah. Speak, right. So wait, did that, did that like drive you crazy or yeah. was that kind of, okay. And because may- to me, I feel like it would almost be a little bit validating where it's like, well, of course I'm not that. And I don't, right. I mean, I, I assume you don't want to be that because I think you're very funny and cool. Thank you. But it's like, yeah, like, it's like, oh, well, fuck, that's what you're looking for. I'm absolutely not that. And right. like, thank God. He, I will say that he wasn't that yet. Like oh, he was okay. just sort of like a boring. So I didn't have that. And okay. instead they would post these pictures on like Facebook of, or whatever of like their fun little trip to the indoor mall. <laughs> and I'd be like, my God, you guys are having fun now. <laughs> Just like me yeah. and my little fucking toad. Yeah. And so just mad about it. Um, well, how did how did that like that crush influence the way that you crushed beyond and and re- like future relationships? Did that play into? Yeah. Did you did you fall for a friend again, or did were you like okay steer clear of that kind of thing? So I did fall for a friend again. Okay. It happened actually two times after that. I love fell it. For close so friends. we don't learn. So never. we did not learn in that sense. Yeah, I fell for my senior year. I like fell in love more in a in a more serious way. But I like mm-hmm. actually you know that's too. I can that's talk like about a lot. Yeah, 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 it's a lot with like another best friend who was mm-hmm. straight, great, cool, cool, sort cool, of like cool. a classic move. Cool. And it like totally like, you know, took over my life again for a year. Mm-hmm. And then the year after that, I fell in love with like a new best friend. The good news is that he was gay and then actually became yeah. my boyfriend and that we've been dating for almost a year. So that sort yeah. of was the, it was like, okay, we got it. Do you um, think you fall for friends because like, of the innate kind of like safety and comfort of that, of like, yeah. it's not like a risky new thing or yeah and just like I think my way into like feeling really close to someone is just like spending a lot of time with them Mm -hmm. and like not having that expectation uh, yet and then like having it sort of like blossom blossom surprisingly right and to have that like again conspiratorial though with Adam you did you were into him immediately right yes see I mean that's a thing okay so word (laughs) no no because like well, then maybe you do learn a little bit, right. you know, because right. it's like yeah. when when you start with an attraction and you know that that's what it is and then you settle for a friend, I think that is like always hard and risky. I mean, I've yeah. almost exclusively done it like right. over and over and over again. It's but so hard. And it's like, I think that I think, OK, here's what I learned from this. I learned that I could I could have feelings for somebody who is gay. And okay. I actually didn't know that before. I thought I was kind of broken. And I was like, I'm only going to be attracted to straight people because like you know, I have these prejudices against like, it's like mm-hmm. gay people are like kind of inherently spoiler alert, like more feminine. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. And so I'm always going to be attracted to straight men. And so this was the first time I was like, Oh, I am attracted to someone who is gay. Like, okay. so that was a cool thing to learn about myself, even though he was like, you know, on the more masculine side, but also like scary because then you're, you know that you're a legitimate option. And right. Then, exactly. Yeah. So there's totally like a fear to that. Um, and then I also learned that like you can get over someone like mm-hmm. he was the first person that I actually like got over. And then like, you know, that weird feeling of being like, holy shit, you used to mean so much to me. Yeah. It's right? freaky, right? Like, right. Listen, that's what the, like 
I love talking about music on this thing because I feel like that's like another very specific like when I listen to this music, my body feels like the way it did when I was like in love with you. Totally takes you back. Right. And it's 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 like disarming because you're like because then like you can later be in it again. And I Mm -hmm. remember being like after this crush, my senior year having that really intense crush and being like, oh, my God, I will never get over this. And like yeah. the thought of getting over you it have is so amnesia. painful, right? Like you yeah. totally forget. But the more you do it, the more you're like, okay, I know it feels like that, but I also have evidence for this. And the more evidence you collect, the more you can be like, it feels like I won't, but I know that I will. Yeah. Like I, the more you sort of experience like this will that? feel okay one Wait, day. Wait, say it again. It feels like I won't, but I know that I will. But I know that I will. That's very wise. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. You can write that down. He's like, he's kind of like luxuriating just like in the knowledge that he said something very wise mm-hmm. is what I need to tell you, the listener. Yeah, that's sort of like, <laughs> I'm sort of like, okay. Um, the other sort of positive outcome of that, which is just like a celebration of something very nice in my life right now is that like, I love my boyfriend and he's very... Um, and I never thought it would happen. Mm-hmm. And he's also very like faggy, you know, like, okay. and he's yeah. super femme and it's like, I love him. And I never thought like, I love him. I'm attracted to him. Like, yeah, never thought that would happen for what me. What do you think like acted as the shift for that? Where you like allowed yourself to be open to, you know, being attracted to different types of men? I don't know. I think Was it just like just, time, like, time, mm-hmm. honestly, time and age and being like, Gosh, I really don't know. Yeah. That's something I, I'll have to think about. Like what, I like maturity also, mm-hmm. like getting that it's actually hot when somebody is into you, right? Right. Like not like, well, oh, it's hot. I don't know. I'm still dealing with that. Sometimes I think it's hot. And Well, yeah, it's hot when, when it's a person that you want it. Right. Want to be, you know, and, clearly. And throughout, like there's nothing more unhot than when someone really wants to be into you and you're like, no. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Which do, like. Do you still find yourself having crushes on uh, straight guys? Or is that like, did you get rid of that? Yes, but in a way more like kind of playful, neutral way. Mm-hmm. I really think there's this fun like thing that gay guys do with straight guys where it's like certain straight guys are just open to flirting. And it's yeah. a, it's like, you know, nothing will happen, but there is such a pleasure to flirting. Yeah. Just like to be like, okay, you know, like. Well, that's that's the thing. I mean, like everyone likes positive attention to right. an extent. Right. And it is like camp, which I did talk about last week. Right. Exactly. Have you seen the movie Camp? Have you seen the movie Camp? That's with Anna Kendrick. Yeah. I haven't seen it. But oh my god! Okay. I need to have someone on this podcast. Well, my friend Kenan McKinney was on this podcast, and he has seen Camp. I don't know if we talked about it in that episode. It was a long time ago, but like. I gotta talk camp with somebody. Okay, I'll watch it. Please I'll watch you. it. You yeah. will love I'm it. I'm sure I'm gonna love it. It is insane. Yeah, it sounds like <laughs> such a ridiculous movie. It's nice to be like, okay, you know, nothing will happen or I'm not gonna invest anything in this actually happening, but mm-hmm. like, whatever, we can flirt and that's fun, right? Yeah. And for some, and that's like, and I don't know, it's like this weird thing that I never, I never thought I would get to a place where I'm like, oh, gay guys are hot. And yeah. like, gay guys who are really masculine are hot, gay guys who are really feminine are hot. Like, yeah. It's just like it's so nice to have a like world of possibilities of hotness is totally very cool. Right. And like and also daunting and terrible because I like everyone's hot. And then what do you do with that? Right. And you like you're opening yourself more to being like and I'm still like totally in a process because it's like I've never felt like this like I sort of like realized that Mm -hmm. in this relationship. So it's interesting. You know what what I mean? In what way? Like. 
like he was the first like gay person I was really really attracted to and was attracted to me and mm-hmm. so like that just felt feels like it's like opened up a world of being like oh like I can do sex like that's a thing I know how to yeah. do yeah. right and I never felt comfortable with it before this do you feel like that is do you do you feel any pressure because of that though like do you feel do you feel like there there's a pressure for this relationship to like be flourishing at all time is or you do you know what I mean like yes yeah capital I important relationship right 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 like yes I do feel that mm-hmm. I mean at the same time like when it's good it's like we can have sort of fights and when it's not working as well I can be like oh I mean I still like can do this right yeah. like and I still feel hopeful that like this is a thing that I know how to do and I'm still learning mm-hmm. there have been times where it's been like bad and I like sort of start to spiral again into the thing of like, this will never happen. I'll yeah. never be successful well, in this. Do, do you, do you still like consider yourself, do you think a crush like takes over your world still? Or is, are you like, is it a smaller part that you can push, you know? Right. Is I it, mean, it's an aspect. Right. Like I, I have been thinking about this. I'm like, if he didn't like me, if my boyfriend now didn't like me back, would it be the same narrative? Would like mm. I spend a year sort of mooning after him, accompanying him everywhere. Yeah. Desperately trying to like, you know, because yeah. I had a crush on him for like a month or two before okay. I actually like asked him out, right? Um, and so I'm like, wow, if he had said no or had sort of like- Are you comfortable initiating like that? Kind of. I mean, yeah. that's also another thing I learned from this. It's like, if you wait, it's just not going to come. Like mm-hmm. you really have to just put yourself out there in that way. It's so funny when you're like, you're the person that's having all of the intense feelings, but you're like, when he does this, like, okay, why, right. why would it ever be like on, on him to do right. this? Like, he's fine. Like he doesn't <laughs> yeah. need that. Right. So yeah. like, you know, I definitely learned in that first thing that it's like, okay, you have to make the move. Yeah. Right. Like, and that's the only way you're going to like get somewhere. That's the only way you're going to change something. Cause otherwise it's just like easy to, mm-hmm. and sometimes you get the answer you don't want. And in this case, like I remember with my current boyfriend, we were on the way home from a party. We'd been spending like every weekend together all mm-hmm. the time. And I like, you know, we were on like a G shuttle bus. Okay. So uh, you guys know Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Have you so heard of Brooklyn? It's sort of Brooklyn. Here we are. We're in Brooklyn. We are in Brooklyn. The G train. Okay. It's actually not here because yeah. we're in Bedside. It's yeah. fine. <laughs> we have to walk a little. We bit. have to walk a little. Um. So he like, I I guess like I, we were on the shuttle bus and I was just like I have feelings for you. That, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I like didn't, so brave. Right. And but, then we made but, out that yeah. night. Like so in, like. See, so I'm cool. waiting. I need that. Right. I want to just be like, I have feelings for you. Ah. And right. then, and then I kiss. And it's like reciprocated. And yeah. here we are. I don't know what the lesson is there. Well, just that you have to like, it's, I think yeah. like taking the initiative is helpful because then you have like control. But mm, I but. do remember he and I were both like sort of casually seeing other people while that happened. Right. Ooh. So we were like, we made out on the street. We were like, okay, we're going to go home. We're going to like tell our people that we're like, it's on. That yeah. like, you know, we can't well, see them anymore. Them. It's, it's off for them. It's off for them. It's on for us. And he didn't like, he was like, I have to have this like really hard conversation. This guy really likes me. He like had this long conversation and he didn't like text me that day. Oh and my so God. so I just started spiraling. Like in the morning I was like, mm, this guy likes me. Everything is good. <laughs> I felt like on top of the world. I went out to brunch with my roommate and I was like counseling <laughs> like, her. Cheers. Right. Like she- I'm a relationship expert now. Literally like, she was like feeling dejected and I was like, babe, don't. Like literally like it's all, you know, like I was like, it'll all work out. I promise. And then by the end of that night, 
he it was like 10 p.m. and he hadn't texted me and I was sobbing in her bed. Just like holy shit. Like the Um, day. You know what that is? That's a that's what we call a Judd Apatow um cut. It's a Judd, yeah. We're beginning scene, we're in brunch, we're having a great time. Cut to. Right, like literally me sobbing like sobbing. Tried to distract me. And Judd didn't invent that. And he came up with the idea of changes in emotions. Um, and are we going out for auditions for untitled Judd Apatow and Pete Davidson project? I'm okay, so I'm not. I'm not actually, yeah. either, but I was just throwing it out there. I'm absolutely unrepresented <laughs> by a manager or an agent, so I would actually love that. Also, me too. Though I did just get paid for <gasps> mocap acting. <laughs> Wait, what does that mean? Like motion capture? Oh, cool. Um, I literally scared um people on a virtual reality date. I was a spooky ghost. What a honestly, I'm thinking about it right now. Like, what a metaphor. What right. a true. Wow. You know, am I the person on the date? No. Am I a decapitated like ghosty girl yeah. being like boo? Scaring yes. people away from love or actually facilitating it. Facilitating, truly facilitating people. it. Yeah, because yeah. you know the body language she's holding onto his arm. Yeah, you know. One of the like wildest crush moves I did with, like this was before we were dating. Oh my god. We went with a group of people to watch Hereditary. <gasps> I'm so scared of scary movies. Me too. Like cannot actually watch, like literally watch them through my fingers. So scared. I think it's real. Um, We sat, like I maneuvered it so that like our four Uh, friends sat like behind us and then the two of us sat and I spent the whole movie clutching Ah! him literally like in, oh, I just banged the microphone. So that's just sort of the color to add. Um, Literally like in his chest, like face buried. We weren't even dating. And I was like, I asked him like when, you know, when we had started dating, I was like, when did you know like that I liked you? And oh, he was when like, you had your entire body on mine? Right, like when you were <laughs> sitting on top of me, like clutching me for support in this horror movie, like that's sort of when I had an idea. I was like, right, 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 right. I actually get that. No, honestly, I did have plans. I was like, okay, so I want to see us because I love Jordan right. Peele. Ever heard of him? Um, but I do need to see it on a date because also like I refuse, I'm not going to see that movie by myself. Absolutely. Absolutely not. No. Right. Too scary. No. Yeah. Um, so I was like, no, yeah, I should see it with a boy. And right. guess what? Never saw the movie. Right. I <laughs> never got that. That didn't happen. Yeah. But that is, a, I mean, it's a great move though, because it is like also genuine because like you are scared. And right. you do need support. Right. It's like I actually full like that's not like a move. It was yeah. like actually honestly what I wanted to do. But vulnerable. But vulnerable and allowed me to like express affection. And also like, you know, he was into it. Like, yeah. you know, you can tell with body language when someone is like, okay, oh, yeah, like, yeah, right. Yeah. Like you know you're you're like patting a back, being like, It's okay. Right. You know, you're gonna be okay. Scary right. movie. Right. I do Ser- think scary movie starring sorry, just um Alex Wolf. I Alex thought- which Thoughts one? on the Wolf Brothers? Oh, I love them. Okay, so let's go there. So I did actually in fourth have a grade crush on the Naked Brothers band. No, you're actually going to no. freak out a little bit more. Okay, in fourth grade, I was best friends with Nat Wolf. I will literally skin you. <laughs> like I, I was at his fourth grade and fifth grade sleepover party. Okay, this keeps happening to me. I'm cursed. Yeah, I'm so This girl sorry. I knew in high school, her first kiss was Nat Wolf <gasps> because she was on the Naked Brothers band like one episode. And when I found this out about, yeah, her name is Dana Deggs. I'll say it. <laughs> She's a very beautiful and smart and cool, like truly right. perfect person right. she's on imdb like. yeah um she got her first kiss was with uh nat wolf and when i found that out I'm, i mean i was like fully like this is years removed i am almost an adult but right. i'm basically an adult right. you know and i was destroyed by the fact i was like i can't talk to you right now dana right that's so, so this brutal. is really I'm doing a lot so to me. sorry but honestly 
the honor right. is mine, yeah. you know, <laughs> to share the space. What, like, was brutal is mm. that he did tell me that, like, so we met in fourth grade. We were in the same fourth grade class. And he told me they shot the movie when they were in the third grade. And oh he was God. like. <laughs> That's so sick to think about. But, yeah. He was, like, had I known you in third grade, you would have been. Absolutely. I'm looking at movie. you right now and, like, yeah. No question he would have put me in the movie. Of I would have had, like, a flourishing Disney career. Like, that's, yes. like, the most, like, sliding doorsy moment of my life where it's, mm-hmm. like, the fact that I was randomly sorted into, like, Linda's class instead of Janet's class. Yeah. Then, like, oh. Well, I have I to think about been... this a lot because I have someone um, that I knew for many years of my life, uh on posters in Times Square, uh, Sophia Carson, she's like uh, on the new like Pretty Little Liars like spinoff. Wow. And she like became like a Disney darling. She was like in like the Descendants or something. Oh I don't know. Oh my God. Um, she's like supremely talented, but we went to the same dance studio together. I'm like, yeah, like we danced right. for years together. And I, I remember this was the whole thing. We did a dance to a chorus line. We did a chorus line dance and there was a a little solo that we could audition for where it's like you're, you're, you're lip syncing and right, you're, right. you're doing a little acting. Okay. Right. And Sophia always got those parts, but I once as a small child raised my hand and I was like, I'm going to audition. And I did get it. <gasps> People voted on me. I got the part okay. and it's a little tiny part, but right. I really acted. Yeah. And so I feel like, like she got famous. I will be also become successful but i'm like indie edgy you know we're right. both like indie edgy right because, <laughs> because at this point nat is not very indie edgy her his brother is indie edgy. His, his brothers yeah but he's fully like in movie movies yes yes right. he's doing it this is what i'm saying i'm I like i was a nat stan for right. my whole life and now i'm like okay alex is spooky i like him i know he and he's not really a child good. anymore he yeah like, no he's great he was really really good in hereditary i think yeah he's amazing and but just what i'm saying is like it's going to be okay it is gonna be for okay. both of us. I know. Hey, but just being like, okay, so. We're the underdog story. We're the underdog story. Like I got the, you know, <laughs> dance solo. Yeah. You got the billboard in Times Square and yeah. the checks from the CW. Yeah. Like, Yeah, it's fine, you know. Like, but then one day, the also, also the beautiful thing though, is that like, I'm going to be like writing, producing, starring in a film of my own, right? right? And I'm going to hit up Sophia and I'm going to be like, it would be so fun to have you in for this one scene. <gasps> and then we have like a fun little reunion. And also I feel that like that's going to happen for you and Nat. Yes, absolutely. Sort of right? at, a, at a little party in whatever. Yeah. And it's just kind of like a little Easter egg for people like who know that we both grew up in Miami. And we right. both did this dance studio right, and you right. guys in New York. Right, right, you right. Know. It's like, oh, that's cute. The fans are going to love it. And then they're going to find this podcast. Right. They're going to be listening and they'll be like, that's me right they're now. They're like at 49 seconds and 31, <laughs> 49 minutes and 31 seconds. Rebecca predicts the future. <laughs> She's exactly spot on. Okay. I'm sorry that I like truly had a crisis um, about Nat Wolf to you. No, I mean, I like same all the time. I'm constantly like, oh my God, I'm working so hard. And <laughs> yeah. I, like if uh, things were a little bit different, I like wouldn't have had to. Like I would be like- You would be hanging out with like that annoying Insta gay though. Right, exactly. That's the thing where it's like, yeah. okay, it's probably good that like I yeah. went this path. Like, I don't know if I would want to be like, 13 and a star like that actually sounds kind of bad it seems pretty crazy though i do see some pictures of me sometimes as a child and i'm like she should have been on tv right exactly (laughs) she's adorable right it's fine and you're like wait is like you would just like maybe lose like some of the things that actually made you exactly edgy edgy have something to say having a story okay and we're not privileged 
Right, and it just and we do have a story to tell. Right, exactly. Rather than being and this like, is what the Constitution means to me. Just right. kidding. I have not. I've like literally not seen that show. It's like gonna, the ads gonna play yeah. after this, <laughs> and she's like. I, I can't even say because I haven't seen the show. Right. I actually don't know what it's about. <laughs> yeah. It's about what yeah, the constitution she, means to her. Means to her. And her family. No, it's like, um, I think it's supposed to be very good, but yeah. Sorry. I'm, I'm seeing edgy off Broadway shows. Okay. Wow. What can I say? I should see that. You should. Um, Jeremy, Jeremy, oh. come on the pod. Oh, Harris. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I don't know how we got here, but. Oh, because you watched the scary movie. I watched the scary movie. Oh, with him. Yes. Yeah. And so that was sort of when I was like, okay, he's not saying no. I want to advocate, I guess, like, although it's so hard, like, just when you have a crush, being actually attentive to, um, being attentive to, like, how the other person is receiving it. Because yeah. I get, I've had crushes and mm-hmm. been sort of, like, not quite cross boundaries, but, like, definitely made people uncomfortable by being, like, by giving too much of my, I mean, like, I love you, I love you, I love you, yeah, you know, yeah. and it's, like, and I've been on the other side of that as well, where people really like you and, like, don't really attend to the subtle ways that you say no. Yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And it's like, I think it's possible as people that we can actually be like a little more well-versed more in. in yeah. just like, in like when people say no to you, right? Yeah. Like, I mean, I see it all the time. I see people on dates and shit and I like watching the behavior and I'm watching like the girl leaning back and like not into it. And the guy like just only leaning forward right, and like right, not right. taking cues. And right. it is crazy. No, but like a thing that I'm trying to do though more is that thing of like not settling it or, or it's not like I can't be friends with someone I had a crush on, but I feel like I'm, I've for so long been like so willing to settle into that position and also just ignore the ways that I know that those people are taking advantage of me. And like, I do think I'm legitimately now, like there are people in my life that like I had like a lot of feelings for, and I have realized have been like pretty fucking shitty to me. And I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to completely detach from you as a person because I do still really care about you. But I'm like, but what if I didn't spend like an hour right. thinking about this person today? Like right. that could be fucking cool. Right, 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 right. So no. what I'm saying is like, we can all change. Totally. And we're smart. Right. And like being, yeah, I also think there's a power to being like, I'm not going to say this person is a horrible person for having done this. I mean, sometimes people do do horrible things yeah. and they're horrible people and yeah. like you can like fully judge them. But I also think there's power to being like, I'm not saying that person's a horrible person. Like, and yet I'm still not going to like want to spend time yeah. with them. Give yeah. that like, you know, it's okay to have disinterest at right. some point, you know? Right. And me unfollowing all of the people that I know in Chicago on Instagram. I'm like, mm, I don't care about your life anymore. Right. Boop, 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 boop. And that's like, that's <laughs> sorry. That's fine. Right? It's okay. Like, yeah. yeah. It's not like an attack against you though. If they have their unfollow app could right. seem like an attack, but I'm right. also like, who fucking cares about my opinion? Maybe no one. <laughs> right. You're like, okay. If they do care a lot, it's like, Okay, well, thank you, but. you're obsessed. You're a fan. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> Anyone that I'm not friends with anymore that still wants to be friends with me, they're just fans. Right. <laughs> just it's like I've... you've been slightly demoted, but maybe in some sense it's promoted. <laughs> yeah. You found a new position and maybe your CEO. You absolutely stand. Right. Of the fan club. Right. Yeah. Should we listen to, should we talk about the music you sent me? Yes. Guys, on this podcast, we talk about the music that we, you know, when you're listening to it, you're like, this is where I am. This is who I am. This is who I love. Right. And that's what this segment is. Yeah. <laughs> a segment. It really is. So you sent me a few songs. Where do you want to start? We have, where do you want to go? I think we should probably start at um, the wet song. Yes. Okay. Let's listen to it. Um, this was very much like, okay. Also, when were you 
like what year were you in a, a college this was freshman? 2013 to 2014. Okay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's right. what I was going to say. Yeah. This is like all of these songs are, I know exactly where I was and who I was. Right. Exactly. Okay. Let's listen to this song and yes, we're going to fade up. Okay. Tell me about this song. <laughs> oh my God. I don't even know where to begin. Were you listening to this specifically in relation to Adam? Yeah, absolutely. This is like a band that came and played this at- This is Don't Want to Be Your Girl by Wet. Oh, so good. It's like a band that came and played at my school. And it, they played on a day where I was feeling really lonely. And I was like, oh, they came and played on my birthday. Oh my God. And I was feeling- When's your birthday? April 11th. Okay. This sort of happened. Happy? Yes, I had a great birthday. Okay, um, good. And they played on my birthday and I was feeling really, or they played maybe the day before and then the mm-hmm. next day was my actual birthday and I was like, spent some time with friends but like didn't have a ton of close friends, was feeling really lonely, ended up texting him being like, mm. can you hang out? I feel really bad. And so he came like, and like saved me basically. It was like- Okay, and I'm, there are tears in my, tears in my right, eyes. Right, forming. So, like you're sobbing. Oh, the song is so good. And this song itself is about like, I don't want to be your girl no more, right? It's like, I want sort of out of this, but in this really like sad way, it's not like yeah. angry. It's just like, it's like, I have to get out of this. So this was, so, okay. This band played this song. Yeah. Then that summer he was in India and I was just feeling so sad. Mm. I was working this like horrible job, 10 hours a day, not seeing sunlight, so depressed. And I would like listen to this song just feeling over so sad for myself. Yeah. Just very melodramatic. Just like sitting in a dimly lit room. Yeah. Just yeah blasting it. Just like, wa- you know, walking through the streets like completely in my own I love that. Head. And it's like, right. It's like, I, it's also like, this is so sad because it's like, I don't have the power to get out of this. Like, I need you to kick me out. Right. Yeah. Like that's to me what I read in it. Yeah. Which he eventually did. And he eventually did, sort of at my, like, third prompting, yeah. Thank you for rejecting me, Adam. Yeah. This is good. It's so good. They had their first EP. They have a few albums, and they're, like, all kind of okay, but their first EP is four songs, and it's, like, they are so good. It's like Angel Olsen. It's Angel Olsen. It is a little Angel Olsen. I mean, not that her albums are bad, but that EP was very good. So good. I do love Angel Olsen is, like... Also yeah. a song that I associate with a lot of feelings. Oh, for sure, for sure. I mean, something's cosmic. Are you kidding? Yeah, absolutely. Um, what's another song? We have well, can I just can I bring one up? Yeah. This everything is embarrassing. That's the one I wanted to bring up. <laughs> is really like I mean, what you need to understand is that I went to arts high school. Okay. Oh, so this was like a big thing. Yeah. I mean, I actually, my I did make it a person, part, of, part of my personality that like, I did not like her. Sky, I can't even yeah. say her last name. Ferreira. Ferreira. Yeah. Yeah. It was a part of my personality that I was like, I don't like her. And is it because she's like skinny and a model and was dating the lead singer of Dive, the band that I really liked? Like, yes. Yes. But and those also, are reasons. Like, that's valid. And I was like, I hate this. But this song also always got in my head, and and I do think it is a good song. Like, I I allow myself to like this song. Frankly, I think this is, like, one of the great songs of the 21st century so far. It's so effective. Maybe if you let me be your lover, maybe if I yeah, it's it is. This good. song has like been. It with feels me. good to release myself to this song. It does. There are so many nights where I would like walk home feeling sad, and it's the thing of like, 
everything is embarrassing. Like that's yeah. how it feels when you like someone who doesn't like you back. You're just constantly debasing yourself. And it's just like, holy shit, everything is embarrassing. I'm not acting like how I want to be acting. Yeah. I don't feel like I have dignity right now. Like, oh, it's so simple. It's so effective. I also need you to know, though, that in my in my high school, we had the fashion strand. Yeah. Um, and... Uh, at like lunch on like Fridays, it would be model practice, and so they would blast like this song and blast Guy for Ferrero yeah. on during lunch hour, and like truly freshmen would walk up and down the halls like practicing their model walk. It was insane. That is insane. <laughs> like what a truly whoa. fucking psycho thing. That is absolutely psycho. So of course there's some associations that's, there. That's mixed in. It's entwined with a lot. Yeah, this is this is very good. I mean, for anyone like around our age, I'm like obsessed. This they, song, they I'm sure everybody knows. This they song. know it's so uh, my demo. <laughs> yeah, this song is so it's like so simple too. It's like four chords, like really common structure. Yeah, and yet it's so effective and it does some. It's like it's more than the sum of its parts. I think that's what made me mad about it. I was like, okay, so you're a model and now you have a song. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Right, and it's literally like <laughs> I don't know what the chords are, but it's like literally like C A D. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. We know music. Um, right, hey. exactly. <laughs> and that's how it sounds. Yeah, exactly. But so good. And it's... Ugh. I love it. It's uh, And it's like, it, this has come back to me in so many moments. So really? many questions. It has like a longevity that some of the other songs don't have. Okay. Kind of because of the simplicity, I think. I have a song like, well, this, these, your picks reminded me of a song. Should I, should I give you one of my songs? Yeah, yeah, please. I would love to These hear. songs reminded me of... Truly the lasting power of the drums. Oh, I've been meaning to actually listen. I don't know that. You don't know them? No. Okay. So I just like last month was like at my job trying to figure out what to listen to. And I was like, the fucking drums are so good. And they do have a lasting power. And this is Down by the Water by the drums. And yeah. I love it. If you fall asleep down by I had a I was I had a phase in high school where I was like the guy the lead singer of, uh, of the drums is Johnny Pierce this is him I was like I should be him I had a whole like crisis in Whoa. my life where I was like I should be this cool like blonde kind of weird like gay guy this is who I was meant to be right with like that crazy jaw and cheekbone yeah. structure and I still feel that a little bit I feel very connected to him in some way. Wow, I'm gonna listen to this. I'm adding this to my playlist. It's yeah. cool that he's gay. It, I, he, wait, he is gay, right? Yeah, I think, I he's think gay. so. Yeah. That's why I started. I recently was like, wait, yeah. why did I not know about that? Right? Oh, and they just released an album. What? They just released an album. As well, they did. I this. I think that's why I was listening to them. Right. Like, oh, they're about to release an album. Oh, this is you. Wow. It's really a perfect. It is crush a perfect song. encapsulation crush song. And it's very much of that era of, of like it was I don't know like 2010, 11, 12. Those there's a lot of good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> there is no shortage of music. For like an unrequited crush, yeah, and it's just like it, in a really almost dangerous way allows you to like wallow and like oh yeah, you know it's a it's a drug. It's totally a drug. Like feeling that kind of sadness is absolutely intoxicating in a bizarre way. Yeah, wait. 
when I say the word forever. Like the drama. Right. You got to believe me when I say the word forever. Wow. Obsessed. Okay. Um, but I am also obsessed with that you sent me Adele's <laughs> um, uh, Make You Feel My Love. Wait, like in like willing to go that level of maudlin is mm. unbelievable. Oh, right? Yeah. Like that's the power of a crush that I would listen to Adele. I mean, I still would. Yeah. And I actually totally stand by it, but it's like so, I mean, the melodrama here is unbelievable. Oh, yeah. Where is Adele? Is she, what's she doing? I think she's writing an album. Okay. She just got a divorce 20... from her husband. Oh, who was her husband? When the rain I don't know, some dude. And she sang this when she was like 19. This is from yeah. her album 19, famously when she was. See, that's what I always forget, that this is this has been around. Yeah. Oh yeah, she's literally in this video like on a little mobile phone. Yes, literally, right? I love this. All of your pics, I, I was like, when you sent me your songs, I was like, okay, we're friends. Yeah, <laughs> same sort of world. Like, so we're connected. It's fine. And yeah, he can sing. I and love like trying to sing this song. Me too. Yeah. For a million years. Ooh. To make you feel my love. Okay, See, I like jazz. to do I like yeah. to do jazz. That's also bad British. I like that we're listening to this and it's truly like day. Yeah, it's, it's like daytime. 3 p.m. gorgeous. <laughs> yeah. We're inside. No doubt in my mind where you belong. Woo! Oh, so good. I mean, come on. I'd go hungry, I'd go back and move. And I'd go crawling down the avenue. See, my song from her was Chasing Pavements, and she loves nice. it. Oh, okay, please play this. Okay. Wet does a cover of Chasing Pavements. What? Yeah. I'm, I love Chasing Pavements. It is only on SoundCloud, and so I'm okay. sorry for that. And we don't have to do it on the pod, but I do recommend it. But it is also so good, the version of Chasing Pavements. No, which I do. Is a, we need to listen at least for like a minute. Did she? And I, I guess Adele wrote Chasing Pavements. Yeah, that was like, I remember seeing that on like, um... VH1, VH1, in the morning, the music video. And she released that in, she recorded it in 2007. Wild. And she was so good. Oh my gosh. Someone um, a month ago on SoundCloud commented, what a waste of three minutes. (laughs) This bitch sounds like a high school girl who who mom tells her every day. Oh, I love this. Don't need to think it over if I'm wrong, I am right. Don't need to look no further. This ain't love. I know Okay, and now we're in the club. Are you kidding? Right, they do a, just a little bit of like R and B. Oh, 
of it. So good. I'm about right? it. Sweet I love it. Thank you for introducing me to this. I know. So yeah, this good. is definitely going on on the playlist. It's going on a playlist. It's it going has on a playlist. To, yeah. It's gonna. Charlie. Oh, oh wait, was there another song you want to talk about? No, I think that covers okay. it. I feel like those really like gave me a moment. They capture it. <laughs> you can do. really sink into those songs. Yeah. Um, thank you so much for coming on the show. Okay, well, thank you for having me because guess what? It was a blast. Oh my God, I'm so glad. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to just like um, our friendship. Wow. And we're going to shake we're gonna, hands. And we're shaking hands and that's a real. Table. And, and it wasn't a shake. It was just a little squeeze of the thingies. We couldn't quite reach all the way. No. And like if we tried, we could, but it's also funnier to yeah, just, just, and and that you're doing, and we're doing the same arm. We're doing Not the, the same, same exact arm. sort of extended. <laughs> no, very, very polite. It's like fancy, like yeah. little, little British, little, a little, I love it. Okay, beautiful. <laughs> we had a lot of uh, just touching right then and yeah. there. A lot of physical chemistry, I'll and say that. And don't be jealous. <laughs> um, what do you want to plug? What's going on? What Tell the people. This will come out, um, yeah, next week. Okay, on, gorgeous. Um, and if you're listening... On Wednesday, the 22nd, I'm talking to you. <laughs> wow. You, the listener who's listening the day it comes out. I love that. Okay, let's see. Well, I'm performing all around, but what I will say is follow me on Twitter. You gotta. Chunk, B-A-R-D-E-Y. And I have, I love think, it. a good Twitter. And thousands of people agree. Did you know um, what I realized? <laughs> before I followed, before we met on the street, yeah. I looked you up and I was like, okay, I follow him. Wow. <laughs> and I like truly huh? did not realize that. And I was like, okay, I follow him. And I you love to see I've that. I've followed. Oh yeah. my God, wait, that's so powerful. I have been. <laughs> um, and in addition, I think the only other thing I want to promote is they do a month. Oh no, I'm starting a weekly show. This yeah. is what I want to promote. A weekly, like fun little stand-up show at Jones Beach Bar every Saturday at 7 p.m. Yeah. Starting June 1st. It's I gonna love be so 7 p.m. 7 p.m. on a Saturday, right? I'm obsessed like, with it. And it's a bar that has really, we chose it because it's like, I cannot stand going to bars in like gentrified neighborhoods where it's like, mm. yeah, and the cocktails are $18 yeah. and a beer is 12, right? Yeah. Like done. It's a really cute, cheap bar. It's like, Yours are like five, six dollars. Wow. So you can do like a little rose. Comedy for five. on a budget. Comedy on a budget. We have really cute, great lineups every week of, you know, June. It's going to be an amazing time. So come the yes. fuck through. It's going to be loose, fun. Like, And if you're even just like visiting New York, be like a local. Be like a local. It's going to feel like <laughs> okay. a very local vibe. We'll like talk to you. We'll hang out after. We'll yeah. give you stuff to do. Love it. Saturdays, 7 p.m. Saturdays, 7 p.m. Saturday, 7 p.m., Jones Beach. Dot, dot, dot. And, like, feel free to write it down. And if not, if you don't come, I totally get it. Like, everybody has stuff to do, but I'm just going to sort of throw yeah. that into the room. And you know what's cute is when people take out a little notebook, take out a little pencil, a little one, like a detective, Pikachu. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did see it, and I am obsessed. And uh, I do I have a crush see. on Justin Smith, and it's fine because he is 23. It's fine. We made it. He's, yeah. like, literally not even a teen in the movie. I don't know why I thought. Because he's, like, carrying, a, a like, a backpack. Right. He I, I, And in the trailer, I'm like, oh, okay, so he's supposed to be a teen. But, like, he's not. Right. You're like, is this he's wrong? He's turning 21. Right. <laughs> <laughs> in the we movie. got it. Okay, we're fine. Um, take out a little notebook, write it down. Is Gorgeous. what I was trying to say. Yeah. Anything else? That. You have a monthly show? I have a monthly show. It's every second Thursday at Rebecca's Bar. Okay, and that's my name. Okay, the power of that. Yeah. It might be your bar. There's it no is way to my know. bar. <laughs> um, that's in Bushwick. There's like, I would say that's the main thing. Yeah. Just doing the following. 
Doing the following will get you there. I try really hard to be really conscientious about putting good work into the world. Like I'm. Yes. Does that make sense? Yes. Honestly, the energy he's putting out is pure, good, funny. Yeah. And it's not a waste. And I try really hard. Like yeah. I really try to make like I don't want to just be his shouting. His fingers garbage. are literally like his hands look like this, so yours could look like that. Wow. Right? You know. The, <laughs> yes. you know? Literally. Um, like- and they're just battered because they are like working so hard. They're. Typing, but not too much. But not too much. The right amount. The right, doing everything the exact right amount. And yes. so that's sort of what I would say about my own process. And I and love that work. for you. Thank you. And obviously you can follow me on Twitter at All My Milk Hotel and you're obsessed and you love it. And you can follow Classroom Crush because I will tweet a pic of Charlie Yay. at as a young one. Oh my God. Um, and we're going to love it. He didn't know that. Oh my God. He's like shocked. Okay. And it's happening. And yeah, thank you. Um, I think his name was Pablo wrote up the thing on, on Split Sider. I am obsessed and I love you. Oh, huge shout out. Um, and rate, review, subscribe. And okay, it's time for this podcast to be famous the end right (laughs) yeah it's gonna blow up okay and it's happening and (laughs) that one wasn't as seamless but you'll get there you know what i'll get there and bye